So it's pretty much guaranteed that Square Enix will eventually make another mobile Kingdom Hearts game, as the success of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and Dark Road have solidified that fact, and both of those games do show that Kingdom Hearts can thrive in a mobile market. And there's a lot of key reasons to why those games succeeded, in terms of the story and the gameplay and everything else they created for those mobile games, and I will touch on those briefly. However, my main focus of today's video is to talk about what I want to see in a future Kingdom Hearts mobile game, because they're definitely going to be making another one. There's no doubt in my mind. So I wanted to sit down here today and talk to you guys about what I would like to see for a Kingdom Hearts mobile game in terms of story, gameplay, and all-around aesthetic of the game. Now I will be referencing Dark Road and Union Cross a little bit, just a gauge of mostly how the aesthetic would go, and that it would kind of be like the chibi-ish art style that they have for the characters, as that seems to be the go-to style that they want to do for these games as seen in both of those titles, which I have absolutely no problem with. Personally, I think it's a really cool art style and something unique to these titles that you don't really get to see anywhere else. The only other Kingdom Hearts game that has a unique art style specifically for that game is the original Chain of Memories on the GBA back when it was all pixel art, and that's really the closest thing we have to a unique art style because the rest of the games just take all the same models and especially in the remake of Chain of Memories, it's all the models from Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2.5 Remix all being repurposed to make that game. So Square Enix is probably going to go with the if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality and just keep using the same kind of art style they've been using for the past couple of games. We're not going to get Kingdom Hearts 3 level of graphics. It's not going to be running on the Unreal Engine. And to keep the development costs down because it is a mobile game and it's most likely going to be free with microtransactions, don't worry, I'll get to that. They have to keep costs low, so then they can put out more content so people can put money into. So the art style will be generally similar to those other games. To keep it in brand recognition for the mobile market, and as I said before, to keep the cost down. So great, now we generally know how the game is going to look, but that doesn't mean nothing if there's nothing to actually play. So as you probably saw on the thumbnail, I put a lot of Chain of Memories stuff in there, and that's mainly alluding to the fact that I would definitely love to see a Chain of Memories style kind of gameplay for this coming up mobile game, and specifically how the card system works. Now if you don't know how Chain of Memories gameplay works, I'm just going to sum it up really quick here. So instead of it being like a hack and slash action RPG like Kingdom Hearts usually is, this one you're set in an overworld and find different cards that let you go to different areas and these cards can have a different assortment of rooms that you can randomly generate and the cards that you have to find by defeating Heartless can have a randomized effect on the next room that you randomly generate. So for instance you could get a card that would make all the Heartless in the next room fall asleep so you'd be able to easily ambush them and go into the battle state. So once you attack a Heartless or you get attacked by a Heartless it'll do the whole RPG slow motion trope and bring you into a battle arena based on the environment that's around you. So if you're in Traverse Town it'll have a bunch of Traverse Town buildings, it'll be set at nighttime, and that changes with each world that you go to. But you get put into this arena and you have to fight these Heartless, and there will be more than one than what hit you or what you hit from the overworld. And you have a deck of cards, and your cards go from the highest card to the lowest card by default. And the enemies also have these cards that you can't see. And the enemies will be a certain level, and you have to attack the Heartless by using a, a higher numbered card than the Heartless is. So if there's a Heartless that's level 2, you have a Keyblade attack card that's level 4, it will deal damage to it. Now if it's equal or less, the card won't work. And that's the same with blocking attacks. If it's equal, you can cancel out the attack, and if it's less, you'll get hit. So you go through and defeat all the Heartless by using up all your cards, but you have to do some strategy with it, because your cards aren't infinite, and once you run out of cards, you have to re-roll, and every time you re-roll for the cards, it takes longer and longer. And every time you use a card, it disappears and you have to reload 
to get more. And eventually you reach a point where you can't get any more cards and you have to fail the battle scenario. So that's the general gameplay loop of Chain of Memories. You go through rooms finding quest cards and main story cards and you can go through and grind and get other cards. You can get magic cards. So there's where the main gimmick and gameplay loop that I want to employ into this mobile game is that this card system from Chain of Memories will be great for so many different different reasons and is a perfect system to implement for a mobile game and I'm gonna get into those reasons in one second but first did you know that only 10% of you guys watching are subscribed now if you do end up enjoying this content and you want to stay up to date with the best Kingdom Hearts theories and concepts if you could hit that subscribe button that would seriously help me out a lot and if you do enjoy this video if you could hit that like button would also help me out a lot I'm so thankful for the growth that I've been seeing recently it's so amazing to see your guys' feedbacks on my concepts and theories and I love every single comment that I get. I love the community that we're building here and I really hope it gets even bigger and bigger. So with that, back to the video. So the gameplay is mostly going to stay the same with the card system and everything. I want to keep that numbering card system the same in the magic cards and the helping cards where you can get Goofy and Donald and different characters to help you out. Kind of like one-time summons that you can use. And I want to keep all the gameplay almost exactly the same to how it is in Chain of Memories with some slight differences here and there. And the big thing I want to talk about is the places you'll actually be going. Now Chain of Memories had mostly all the rooms from Kingdom Hearts 1. All the rooms were themed after worlds from Kingdom Hearts 1 because that was the game that came out right before that. So they took everything from that. And we won't really get any new Disney World content because it is a mobile game. I'm totally fine with them just defeating Heartless the whole time. I don't need Mickey to canonically show up in this game. It doesn't really matter. Of course if it's for monetization purposes, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, then that's totally fine. That's a whole different subject. But I want to keep it like how Dark Road was where it was just like those Kingdom Hearts worlds but it didn't have any of those characters in it and you could just defeat Heartless and level up and do all that but with the gameplay of Chain of Memories and I want to keep the world generation part of how you go to different rooms and generating new rooms with cards that you find when you defeat Heartless and being able to grind for new cards or just buy the cards outright if you want to would definitely be really good because it would add more strategy and more monetization purposes and opportunities for them to be able to market you newer packs where if there's a whole room of sleeping heartless they can market you a pack of 10 of those so you can use it to get easy wins on heartless stuff like that and i want to make it more random so that at least you have a chance of getting cards that you want and it's not just structured level all the way through you'd actually be able to get some diversity in each playthrough and each room you go to will be slightly different the layout might be the same but the playthrough and the number of enemies that might be there and the enemies you face will be different depending on the cards you use and everything like that and the items you can find and the cards you can get and that's really one of the most unique things that I love about Chain of Memories is that randomness to it because even though you have a preset card with something that's going to happen you don't know what's on the other side of the room and it won't be the same each time unless it's one of the main story quest ones but besides that everything else is different and these cards are numbered 0 all the way to 10 depending on what level enemies you want to be in there and how many enemies and such as that so again easy way to grind if you're in the early game you could just go through defeating lower ones and as you get more and better cards by either grinding 
spending or paying for it. You can just grab one of the higher level cards that you found or bought and go into a higher level room and defeat more Heartless and the gameplay loop goes and goes and goes. And that would just lend itself so well to a mobile title where you can just sit back for a few minutes on the bus or in your house and you're bored and you just want to play some Kingdom Hearts but you don't want to fire up the whole PlayStation or Xbox or PC for it. And giving us the gameplay of Chain of Memories without actually having to play Chain of Memories would be awesome. Of course it'd be a new title to play which would be exciting and everything. Of course it would be. It's a new Kingdom Hearts. And giving the player that level of control even though it is random it will still feel like more control than them setting up different levels that are preset made for everyone when they can be different for everyone. And again, it will give you more control, air quotes, and allow you to be more immersed in the game because your playthrough is different each time and each room is different depending on what you use. So now we're going to address the elephant in the room, which always comes with pretty much every single modern mobile game, and that is the monetization system. Now I'm sure we're not going to get a Kingdom Hearts battle pass. I don't think that's the route that they're going to go down, but I do think that they will take bits and pieces from that battle pass system and implement it into a character or profile progression, as the more XP and stuff you get for your profile or character, you can level up and get different rewards by leveling up, something similar to that. However, what they did with Dark Road is that game was also a card based system. It was a little similar to Chain of Memories, but it's not the exact kind of gameplay that I wanted for it. So I wasn't going to say, oh, that's exactly what I want. I wanted it to be a little bit different and that was more like Chain of Memories. But what they did for Dark Road for the monetization system was they had card packs that you could buy with the in-game currency, which were jewels that you could use to buy card packs and character card packs and different attack card packs so that you wouldn't have to grind for as long. You could just pay for it if you didn't want to actually play the game, which personally I'm not a huge fan of only because of if they know it's a problem for the grind, then why don't they just fix the grind instead of making you pay for the problem to go away? But that's a whole nother issue. And they have to support this game somehow, and pretty much all these kind of gacha games are always grind heavy. There's literally no other way they can make this game not grindable, as Chain of Memory, even that game without any microtransactions, was pretty grind heavy if you wanted good cards to be actually be able to beat the game. Even on normal difficulty, it was pretty difficult. So I could totally see them doing something similar to that and having different card packs and loot boxes. I know, the dreaded loot box. Because Star Wars Battlefront 2 didn't stain everyone's mind enough. But I more so see them accepted more in mobile games because they are more so free. So it's less of a hindrance and an insult in a free mobile game than it is in a, you know, $60 game that you've already paid for. It's just optional. It's like Apex Legends. You can pay for the different outfits and battle passes but the core game is free. You can pay to speed up your progress in earning the battle pass systems, but you can also just play the game for free, which of course that's how both Dark Road and Union X worked. You don't have to pay for it, but if you wanted to grind, it was going to take a really long time to get what you wanted. So that's why they had these seasonal events that would only take place for a certain amount of time, like a week or two at most. And if you didn't have enough currency saved up, or if they used a special currency for that event that you could only get during that event, even if you could get it normally by playing the game, if you wanted a character pack, a certain character pack that they just released for that seasonal event, like let's say they were releasing a special winter version of Mickey Mouse where he has a coat and a scarf. Oh boy, it's pretty chilly out here, pal. 
Of course, you'd be put into a situation where if you didn't grind day and night to get that currency, you most likely wouldn't be able to get the character or whatever you were searching for. And that's why they put you into a position where if you don't spend the money, you won't get it. And if you don't get it now, it's never going to come back until either next year or just not at all. So I understand the fundamental loop of mobile games, and that will be a core pillar of this title. It's like an MMO. What MMO doesn't have a storefront that pops up as soon as you start the game? None, right? There really is no other way this game would stay afloat without that monetization system, and it is a shame, because I do enjoy playing games without being bombarded with a million ads and storefront options and limited time deals and all that. But also, I do want this game to exist, so that will have to be a core pillar of the foundation of the title. So that's it for the aesthetic and gameplay, but what is going to be tying everything together? What is going to be the story threads that they are going to use to wrap everything up nicely in a nice neat bow? So I know for Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, they did a Xehanort prequel story where you were playing as Xehanort, and for the Union Cross story, they did it for everyone that participated in the Keyblade War, all the Foretellers, and Dandelions, and the Master Masters. That was that story. So both of those games were prequel stories. Both of them games were prequels. So I feel like I should just follow the trend of having all the mobile games be prequels. Now I don't know how far back they could go, I don't know how far forward they would want to go, if they would want to set it after. Of course we already know what happens after Union Cross, the Great Keyblade War happens and like everyone dies and all the children turn into dream eaters that are in Dream Drop Distance, so that's great. And it's a little hard to picture how a prequel story could work now that everything's moving forward past the Xehanort Saga and now everything's with the Master of Masters and what's his whole deal and what his plan is. So going back to where Xehanort was still in the picture is a little redundant, but I think I found a good character to follow that would somewhat make sense for the story, would still take place during the Xehanort saga, what wouldn't be a part of it, at least not completely. And that is going to be what Zigbar slash Lushidu did with the box and his adventures through being in the organization and fighting through everything. It wouldn't be like, you know, completely everything that he's done, but more so mainly the beginning part of what he's been doing since Union X, where he's been. We don't have to find out what's in the box, but just knowing where he's taking it and where he's been hiding it for so long, maybe up until the first time he meets Sora in Chain of Memories, would be a really cool bridging point so we know actually who Lushu is and what he's been doing with the box. Because that's the MacGuffin that everyone's looking for, even though no one wants to say what's inside. I think that'd be pretty interesting getting to see a soul character on their journey, and we know where they end up and what happens after the first time we see them. However, we don't know what happens before that. I want to see where he's been, what he's been doing. And I think that this mobile game would be a really good point to connect all the games together, and even the mobile games together, and really show us everything that's happened before Kingdom Hearts wrap up all the bases and just give us a good launching off point of what happens in Quadratum and where Sora is and Yozora and everything else moving forward. We need to be able to understand what's happened in the past to go into the future with the knowledge so that we can understand who everyone is and what are their goals. And this would be the perfect game to do that. I know they want to keep Quadratum for a mainline entry, a mainline title in the franchise on a console, and preferably Kingdom Hearts 4. So what better way to get a story is to explore a character we know basically nothing about. One of the organization members and the character that was tasked by the Master of Masters to keep his keyblade with his eye inside of it and the black box. Let's find out what the heck he's been doing the whole time. I don't care about what's in the box right now. I just want to know who the heck Lushu 
is, and the lengths that he's had to go to to keep that box from being opened, and to keep that Keyblade going into the future, and this will be the perfect game to do that. That pretty much wraps up all my thoughts on what I wanted to see in the next Kingdom Hearts mobile game. And let me know your guys' thoughts down in the comments. I want to hear what you guys think about how the story would play out, what the gameplay would be, and how it would generally look and the aesthetic of it. The thing I'm mostly curious about is the gameplay and the story. I definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts on what you think on that, as preferably that's what I want to see in the next Kingdom Hearts mobile game, but let me know what you guys want to see in the next Kingdom Hearts mobile game. Do you want it to be about a certain character? Do you want it to have a certain gameplay system definitely let me know down in the comments again i just want to ask that if you do end up enjoying this kind of content and you want to see more like it if you want to hit that subscribe button i mean it's free and easy and you can always unsubscribe and if you enjoyed this video if you want to give it a like that would definitely help me out in the algorithm a lot and with that that's the end of the video i'll see you guys and have a good one mm -hmm.